The following is paid programming. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of this radio station, its advertisers, or sponsors. Welcome to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. If you would like to participate on today's program, call now, 803-1520. That's 803-1520. All right. Welcome. Welcome to Think Again, our topical discussion program, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Western New York, still fighting the war on poverty, now in our 54th year. Ooh, I think I picked up the wrong, uh, <laughs> the wrong program here. Right. Oh, there we go. And so uh, I, I want to welcome all again this hour of insight into and in, in, introspection in terms of in, in facts, uh, events. Uh, I'm on the wrong thing now. Each week we talk to you about issues, events, and trends affecting you right here and right now in Buffalo and Western New York community and, and in fact, uh, connect you to communities all across the country. I'm your host, L. Nathan Hare, President and CEO of the Community Action Organization. Make us a part of your Saturday every Saturday at ESPN 1520 AM on your dial from 11 o'clock to 12 noon each week. And of course, you know the program is live, so you can call in, you can join our discussion, hope that you will. Our number here again is 803-1520. That's 803-1520. Let me just lay a little bit of thesis out here for you. Uh, and I know we got uh, two callers on, so I won't take too long in this opening thesis, but I just want us to, to, to get the idea what, 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 what we're facing. One of the things we have going on is that key medical supplies uh, were shipped from U.S. manufacturers to foreign buyers. Uh, that's been going on for all during the course of this crisis up until a couple of weeks ago. Now, uh, and, and now American hospitals are running low on uh, personal protection equipment and other kinds of, of medical supplies. Uh, and we find out that our supply chain for either manufacturing this stuff or the entire product, you know, we get from foreign uh, manufacturers. We've, oh, we, we've offshored so much of what we do that we are not even in control of critical medical supplies and materials that we need uh, as an American society. This is a result of poor U.S. planning, it's a result of predatory U.S. capitalism. Uh, what we have going on is everybody in the world is, is, is chasing the same kinds of products uh, at a much higher rate than we've done in the past. And so the manufacturers are saying, well, you know, I'll give you a dollar or, or, or uh, I'll sell it to you for a dollar. Somebody else over here says, well, I'll give you a dollar fifty. Somebody else says, I'll give you three dollars. And we're going back and forth and back and forth. Andrew Cuomo talked about uh, a mask, a uh, N95 mask. He said cost 70 cents. This is what he said on Thursday. And now it costs almost seven dollars to get the same mask because of this uh, predatory capitalism that we are allowing ourselves uh, to be entrapped by. Other countries banned exports of their um, uh, personal equipment uh, 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 products and their, their medical products that they need in their country. They banned their countries exporting that stuff to other countries unless the needs of their own country had been satisfied. Of course, we didn't do that. Uh, Donald Trump had no limits on exports. And not only did he have no limits on exports from American companies sending stuff to foreign nations, he also had tariffs up until, I think, uh, March uh, the 10th or March, March the 12th. He had tariffs on uh, the uh, uh, import of these medical supplies and personal uh, uh, protection equipment from other countries, further either increasing the cost or making the uh, material unavailable to Americans. 
He cut uh, 14 employees from the CDC in Beijing, and he actually abolished uh, the Office of uh, Pandemics uh, that was attached to the National Security Council. Uh, Trump sent his administration sent 35,000 pounds of protective medical gear uh, to China at the same time. This is in February while he was minimizing uh, the, the virus threat to the United States. That was in CNN. Uh, Trump uh, has been ordering masks made by uh, U.S. companies uh, overseas, uh, ordering those masks to be given to the U.S. and stop exporting masks. Uh, he's been he's he's been uh, making that uh, demand on uh, 3M, you know, the company that makes those uh, stickies, uh, 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 the little notepads and so on. He's been making that demand on them. Uh and and 3M has been trying to explain to Trump that if you do what you're talking about, what is likely to happen is other countries who also manufacture things that we need in the United States, they will take what you're doing, taking orders that they have that that 3M already has with other uh, 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 countries whose orders they're filling by 3M. If they if they don't do that. And, and redistribute that stuff to the United States, the other countries are going to retaliate against the United States. And he, this is what they're, 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 this is the, the conundrum that we find ourselves in now. Here's what's most crazy. The Federal uh, Emergency Management uh, uh, Administration, or FEMA, buys uh, personal uh, protection equipment from countries overseas. They take 20% of the stuff that they buy and they keep it within FEMA so that FEMA can distribute it to whoever they want to distribute it to. The other 80% of what they buy, they give to uh, commercial uh, companies, private companies in the United States who then turn around and sell that stuff that they were given. They sell it to hospitals and private citizens. Something about this just doesn't make sense. Uh, and that seems to be the critical, the, the thing that goes on always with this administration. In a, uh, a uh, press briefing, uh, Yanish uh, Alcindor noted that the president said he did not believe the governors actually needed all of the equipment that they claimed they did. Trump responded in that interview, uh, uh, in that press conference, he said, I didn't say that, even though he said precisely that, uh, that, that uh, earlier that day. Later, when uh, Jeremy Diamond, for, uh, a correspondent for CNN, noted that Trump said he wanted governors to be appreciative of him and, and said, if they don't treat you right, I don't call. Trump said, I didn't say that, even though he said exactly that on Friday, uh, this, this past Friday. Then, uh, not Friday, this, this is a week ago Friday. Then responding to reporter Jerry, Jeremy Diamond again, Trump attempted to rewrite history by claiming that when he asserted that governors be appreciative of him, he was talking about people other than himself, that the governor should be appreciative of the other people. Uh, who were the other people? Alcindor asked him whether uh, Trump felt his comments and belief that some of the equipment that governors are, are requesting uh, they don't actually need, uh, whether that would have an impact on the federal distribution of ventilators and other medical uh, resources. And the president interjected, I didn't say that either, you know, and, and so on. Um, let me just quickly say something uh, without going too much into weeds on this. I know you guys got a lot that you want to talk about and that we need to be talking about. 
uh, in today's program. Trump's equivocation about providing, uh, in fact, let me just go a little bit earlier than that. Of course, the federal government should be the nearly uh, single point of purchase uh, for all of these medical uh, uh, medical gear, medical products, and personal uh, protective equipment that everybody needs, everybody's scrambling for right now, instead of having 50 different governors scrambling each on their own, plus their hospital networks, scrambling each on their own, actually bidding against each other, driving the prices up, you know, sometimes a thousandfold. Rather than doing that, the federal government should be the single point of purchase for all of this stuff. That way, you can't have variances in prices because the federal government would pay the lowest price that was possible for that product on the market. And they wouldn't be able to sell that stuff unless they sold it to uh, the federal government. That forces the producer and it uh, 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 to be uh, 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 more responsible, and it allows the federal government to be able to carry out its responsibilities. Trump's equivocation about providing federal help to blue states reveals how he views the world in transactional terms. He doesn't think of himself as obligated to do anything for people he doesn't view as a part of his team. So uh, just returning quickly to another point, uh, during a Fox interview with Sean Hannity, Trump claimed that a lot of equipment being asked for, I don't think they really need, talking specifically about uh, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. Trump later said he felt that Cuomo was, re- was requesting an unnecessary number of ventilators. Uh, he says, I have a feeling that a lot of the numbers that are being said in some areas are just bigger than they are. They're, they're going to be. I don't believe you need 40,000 or 30,000 ventilators. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, when he was challenged on this, you know, he says that he didn't actually say that. So let me just stop right there so that we can have a, open our conversation up with our callers. And I think, uh, is it John we had on first? Yep, let me get John in Lockport first. John, how are you doing out there? John, are you still there? Yeah, hello? Uh, yep, I got you. Yeah, uh, this whole thing about the Defense Production Act, it really goes back to uh, the, the Depression and uh, Herbert Hoover. Herbert Hoover, because he was... Uh, shackled with the Republican philosophy, capitalist philosophy, did not want to do what FDR eventually did do, which was to uh, nationalize uh, these companies like GM, and not, not exactly nationalized, but he, 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 uh, he used this, uh, uh, the act wasn't in, in force then, but it, the same type of thing as the Defense Production Act was, was uh, he enforced from and he, he started GM and all these other um, uh, corporations to build tanks and airplanes and all that. But it, this thing, the reason why Trump doesn't want to enforce this thing is because it's a Republican philosophy. All those yep. advisors he's got telling him, you don't want to do this, it's not, it's, not, uh, uh, it, it's socialism, you know. That's what it is. And, and because course, they're benefiting from... Uh, these jacking up of prices of critical things that we need to defend the health and safety of the people in this country. Right. <laughs> You're spending seven dollars on a mask that you can make for fifty or sixty cents. Right. Just crazy. It is. And it's just like the health care. We uh, you can't negotiate price for uh, for uh, pharmaceuticals as well. The other thing too is he he made Jared Kushner <laughs> right there and say he got up there and said well. These are ours, the federal government, right. not states, not the states. But now, this is the guy that, that why, why he's up there in the first place. He's the one that's 
failed at, at, at his newspaper. He failed at real estate. He failed at the Middle East Peace Conference. And now he's failing as a representative for the federal government. But he it's didn't fail on marrying Donald Trump's daughter and putting himself in a position where he's now limelight Jared Kushner. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so, uh, and then Pence, he puts Pence at the head of, of this, this whole uh, uh, health scare right. thing. And he failed miserably with the AIDS crisis in Indiana because he start, he was using his, his uh, religious beliefs to yep. uh, enforce laws that made no sense. And people died because of it. So we've got this yep. guy running the whole show next to the other guy who's totally incompetent. Um, you know, and that, and that uh, the, uh, of course, the law, the National Security Agency made that special agency that was set up just to handle this, this right. as you said before, just to handle this crisis, type of crisis, and he, he not only eliminated that, but he, 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 he uh, eliminated uh, a lot of the um, personnel in CDC and all these other uh, government uh, agencies so he could uh, save money. It's yep. just, you know, he, he, See, he, 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 he saves that. pennies while he's spending $100 bills. That's the way Donald Trump thinks. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, yep. All right, thanks, John. I appreciate you, man. All right, let me grab Tony real quick. Tony, how are you doing out there? I'm a really sad person today after going through all these things we're watching and it's happening. By the way, the uh, chickens have now come home to roost. Mm. The entire, we have been saying for three and a half years yep. that this administration was, in, was incompetent in every aspect going. Yeah. Even uh, during the idea of the, uh, uh, the when they had the trial of, of, on uh, for, for uh, Trump in the Senate, he knew that all of this was going on in other parts of the world. We knew since January uh, that there was a need to have preparation. Well, here's what Trump promised when he was going through the election. And I remember this as really getting my claw. Mm -hmm. Trump promised to gut the agencies that we now need and leaving a void of any leadership. Remember, when he got rid of the heads of these different agencies, he replaced them with acting people. Right. Not the head of the agency. They were acting and, of course, I told you last week that there was no national policy. That was the last thing I said. Yep. But what you've got to take a look at is the editorial from the Boston paper, which said that Trump has blood on his hands. Mm -hmm. Trump has blood and on his hands. And those are strong, hands. strong words that, that can does. be defended. Right. And there's no way you cannot look that way. He was, in, he was not competent to become president and when a new, when a when these different hurricanes and everything happened they weren't treated properly i mean there was nothing he did right see and then and we're going to we're going to get people who are going to call and they're going to say well we're we're testing almost a million people a day you know we're doing more testing than anybody else in the world i need for you to put this into scale if we have the typical number of people that get the flu every year, roughly 20% of the entire U.S. population gets the flu. That's 60 million people. 
For right. you to be able to test 60 million people at a million people a day would take you 60 days. It would take you two months to be able just to test the, 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 the number of people who actually get the flu. But you got to test more than the people that get the flu. You got to just test the entire population. It would take you 330 uh, uh, days to test the entire population at the rate that we're testing right now. By that point, right. we're going to have 20 or, or 200 to 300,000 people dead. Yeah, and here's another point. He has six or seven different programs that are set up by congressional law mm -hmm. that he could use. He has chosen to say he was going to activate some of them or to, to, uh, to use them. None of them have been put into use. Exactly. Yep. None of these programs have been used. And here's the real worst thing that I'm sorry I have to report today. That on NBCSM just now, they put on the bottom, I, I think you call that a crawl? Is that what they call yeah, that? Yeah, a crawl. They, they call it a crawl, right. Okay, here's the crawl. The checks that were supposedly going to go out in the next couple of weeks mm -hmm. are going to take months to deliver. As Especially if you're a person who does not have a uh, an online, you know, not online, um, you know, the uh, a, a direct deposit. That's what I was looking for. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, but they're not going to use it. They they're sending physical checks. The checks are going to take months to deliver. And you're going to have a number of checks that are not going to wind up getting to the people. The people need to pay their bills. I. At the Al Nathan, all this past week, I've been calling different places, even a pet store. And do you know what I that I normally can contact so I could buy food for my cat, mm -hmm. et cetera. Do you know what the, on the other end it says, due to the, the, the virus, we will not, we are not taking any more phone calls. When I went to Aldi's, I, I had bottles to take back. I mean, cans. Right. I have things. No returns of anything at that yep. store, at any store anymore. Yep. We're living in a depression. And this I, is I mean, just the I beginning. Don't, I don't mean. I don't just mean that with the caught money. I'm talking about a mental depression. Look what this is doing to the mental health of this country. Yep. yep. There are hundreds of thousands of people who have depression. There are 40 million in this country that have some mental illness. Do you know yeah, that? Absolutely. So. 40 million. What's happening to these people? You can't even contact a simple store anymore. Yeah. We're living in bad times, and this guy put us there. Yeah. I don't care. I don't mean he brought the... Let me be clear. No, he didn't bring the virus. No, he just hasn't he, done a good job of managing the fact that it occurred. No, but he didn't even recognize there was a problem in January. Right. Yep. Yep. Thanks, Tony. I got to run. I got a hard break. I got to take here. And then we got four more calls. We got to grab uh, real quickly. So let me take take this quick break. Uh, excuse me. Think again. Think again.
increase your home's value. Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program. Restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. A heart in my tasty honey nut Cheerios? Cereal. You trying to tell me you love me? Actually, it's reminding you that it can help lower cholesterol as part of a heart-healthy diet. Wait! Ah! They can help lower cholesterol? I've been so focused on the sweet, tasty taste that I completely forgot. Now I'm in love. <laughs> Learn more about making Honey Nut Cheerios part of your heart-healthy lifestyle by picking up a box at your local grocery store. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 watt ESPN 1520. (laughs) <laughs> just a good song. <laughs> uh, I don't know quite how that fits in what we're talking about, but it, it was a good lead-in. Let me get, uh, is it Al? Yep, let me get Al in Buffalo. Al, how are you doing out there? I'm okay. How about yourself? I'm doing okay. You safe? I'm safe. Nobody yep. sick? I hope not. You know, we had uh, uh, we had this thing come home to us on our staff on uh, Thursday night, we found out that uh, one of our long-term staff that's been with us for 23 years, uh, an older uh, 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 gentleman, he died uh, Thursday night. Uh, oh, I'm sorry to he, hear come, that. he came down with this. This virus tends to cause pneumonia as one of the uh, impacts that it has on your body, and he yeah. died. He died from the pneumonia that was caused by the virus. Oh, geez, yeah, and that affects the, uh, you know. The, the uh, respiratory yeah. system, because uh, yeah, you know, a cemetery raised its burial cost, and Donald Trump blamed it on the cost of living. I swear to God, mm. Uh, mm. he's just—I mean, how, what, what can he, you say? He about can't this guy? help himself. He, you know, he—I saw an, a, a, a comment in uh, the Week magazine that says the worst worst thing about ignorance is not the fact that you don't know anything. It's the fact that you don't want to know anything. That seems Actually, to that care. Actually, that was a joke. I, I didn't. That wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, if Donald Trump, Donald, Donald Trump actually thought he was a scare, uh, if if Donald Trump thought he was a scarecrow, he probably thought he could win a, 
an award because he was outstanding in his field, right? <laughs> outstanding there. I got it. <laughs> outstanding in his field. He's the best. You know, he's, he's, he's the best at everything. But I, th- I think Donald Trump is a symptom. I think this is just going to be a wake-up call for, for people. But, but we do have to understand the difference between what regulated capitalism and unregulated capitalism mm-hmm. is. You know, because in the first sentence of the preamble, it says that, you know, that, that it's not socialism, but it's to look out for the general welfare right. of the people. So people have to differentiate between what is welfare and what is socialism. I, I don't see any ism in Social Security, do you? Nope. I don't see any ism in Medicare, do you? It's nope. social welfare. We pay into it through the, through the means of taxation. But when, when see, the Republicans believe in the laissez-faire hands-off policy. You know, when, when the leadership of the Republican Party say, says that they want to shrink the government so small as to drown it in the bathtub, well, what does that mean? I, I, I would believe them when they say they literally want to shrink the government. So when they shrink the government, that means eliminating the whole chain of command to the pan, pandemic emergency response team. Right. And that means once they got rid of that whole department, they they basically all the stockpile of, of you know, uh, prote- personal protective equipment was outsourced. So you you have that, and then you have you have the, the you basically have a um, no no entity working with with the World Health Organization. So you have that that part too. So look 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 at the difference between the way President Obama handled the the outbreaks compared to Donald Trump, and you 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 could say that it's almost like having a quarterback who's just a Donald Trump, to me, is like a bad quarterback. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, how did we go from a guy who, you know, a guy who knew how to govern to a guy that just turns the Oval Office well, into a, I, I, into I think a, that we, into have, a we could spend some time on that. I have good theories on that. But I, we got a lot of calls. So Al, I'm going to uh, 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 let you go because I want to get as many calls as we can get in. Uh, so let me get Frank in Niagara Falls first. Frank, how you doing out there? You know, we can thank the Bush Quail administration and Newt Gingrich '90s Congress for uh, turning over our supply chain to slave wage authoritarian nations. Yep. You know, they they ensured the venture capital of businesses moving to China and gave away our supply chain, our jobs, our tech away, and all we got in return is cheap products such as. Poison toothpaste and dog food, lead-based toys, toxic sheetrock and flooring. And, and insulin and that has metal in it. Right. Insulin that has metal in it that comes from India. You know, that, that sort of stuff. That's what we get. You know, Trump had the Chinese trade delegation at the White House this January. Yep. You know, no, no, no one thought to ask China about the early warnings from the intel community about the real threat of coronavirus. You know, now, uh, Nathan, I'm not going to fall into depression. You know, i got to find a silver lining. So I hate to admit it in these troubling times, but I haven't felt this great in years. You know, Mm. witnessing both Republicans and establishment neoliberal corporate Democrats embracing democratic socialism to save capitalism, Mm. once again... You know, vindicates everything I've been preaching since 2015. You know, Bernie Sanders is a true leader. You know, bro Bernie was right about the need for all Americans to have health care. 
And, and of course, recent polls show Bernie overwhelmingly beats Trump while Joe Biden loses to Trump in vital swing states. If this experience and, uh, has not shown us why we need a national health care program, I don't know what could convince us. The, the hashtag and uh, reality endorses Bernie. Now, a, f- a few days, one more thing. A few days ago, I was talking to my friend, Reverend Chris, in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. His church compound is in the Sangre de Cristo Mountains, the Blood of Christ Mountains, near the Holy Hot Springs, mm-hmm. where they baptize and save repentant sinners and most of the Republicans who've experienced the wrath of God. And he explained <laughs> the congregation's message to me, and, and it made strange sense. He said, look at the wrath of God. You know, number one, when Democrats cheated Bernie out of the 2016 primary, we were cursed with Trump-Pence. Two, when it looked like the establishment Democrats were rigging the 2020 primary against Bernie, God sent the coronavirus to end their wicked plan. (laughs) And three, if Joe Biden is nominated and loses to Trump, a third plague will end us as a nation. He said it's more terrifying the words can, uh, can describe. So since this church had yeah. predictions have been a hundred percent so far, I am one. I'm not willing to take a chance on status quo, Joe. <laughs> so where are we going to go? See, so that's that's the issue. You know, it's 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 what's left. You got to take the best of what's left. So listen, I think it's a oh, right. There we go, Rambo. Right. So I'm going to ask Rambo a couple of questions. One of the things I want Rambo to uh, respond to, if he would, is how he feels about these people that are sending threatening letters, uh, death threats to Dr. Anthony Fauci because he gave crisper answers than uh, Donald Trump gave. he gave coherent answers that were actually true uh, to the questions that were being asked at the press briefing. So that's number one. And the second question uh, is, why is Donald Trump being allowed to get away with bragging at the end of every one of the press briefings that the briefings have uh, more audience than uh, uh, Monday Night Football or, you know, the uh, uh, the uh, batch was it the, the bachelor program <laughs> the, the the bachelor program why is that even in his mouth why does that have anything to do with what we're doing what we're talking about in the press briefings Rambo if you could just help me understand those two questions I'd really appreciate it hello hey Rambo could, did you hear my questions yeah yeah can you hear me yep I can hear you just okay just okay, help good. me out help me out because I'm I'm so spaced about this I don't really know how to how to wrap my mind around it? You still got Dr. Fauci with you at every one of the, or, or most of these press briefings. He's clearly, you know, the most knowledgeable bulb in the room. Why would you? Why would these people that are supposedly the fanboys and fangirls of Donald Trump? Why would they want to attack physically Dr. Fauci because he tells you something that is accurate and coherent that? maybe is different than the spin that Donald Trump is putting on things. Why, why would that even be? Well, see, as time goes by and more and more people are out of work 
And uh, you got like guys like Andrew Cuomo. Now he's telling the doctors, he's saying that, well, if you want the hydroxychloroquine and the z packs you got to go to the hospital. But I don't want your doctor prescribing that for you. The people know it's working. Doctors all over the world. Well, 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 are, well, well, are why are we going down the hydro? I, I can talk to you about hydrochloroquine and what actually is being done because what you're saying is not accurate. The but pe- but, but what does that have to do with the question? Now. What does that have to do with the question? What does hydrochloroquine have to do with people calling and writing uh, uh, threats to the life of Dr. Anthony Fauci? When he's your number two person uh, behind Deborah Burks in this struggle to try to win against this pandemic that the country is facing, what? Well, why would you want to kill him? On the front, the frustration on the people now that are losing everything is growing. Why does that have anything to do with Dr. Fauci? Last night, last night, Laura Ingram talked to Steve Forbes, and they came to the conclusion now that. We can't go on like this. You can't lock down 70-some percent. What does any of what of you're country. saying, that what is, is what, what, does, what does any of what you're saying have to do with making theth, death threats against Dr. Fauci? When people are out of work and they're, and they're frustrated and they're angry, they're going to strike out. Dr. Fauci has nothing to do with that. Nothing. You know, he, like, like Laura Ingram said, we got a, a couple of, uh, not the majority, not the majority of doctors, but we do have a few doctors. They want to do scientific studies to find out if the sky's blue. But in the meantime, while we're studying is what causes the sky to be blue. So, so Rambo, you, you really, you, you, you really, you really, you really can't, you can't feel, you can't feel it at all. You just can't feel, you just can't feel it at all. You, all, you, you just can't, right? You know more than Steve Forbes. We're not talking about Steve Forbes. We're not talking about how many people lost their jobs. We're talking about a doctor who is in charge of our response to this pandemic in this country, who is trying to help people understand strategically what we have to do, that there are lots of different strategies that we need to put in place. But one that we have to get done right now is to get everybody to stay as close to home as possible, to stay as uh, as far away from other people as reasonably possible possible so that we can stop the virus from spreading why does that result in death threats to dr stephen kochi from the fanboys and fangirls of donald trump why is that occurring i'm telling you why because people are losing everything what does losing everything have to do with uh, attacking dr Fauci? he's not taking anything from you they're going to strike out somewhere at some person and they're going to blame someone so why don't they blame the person who's in charge I told you before, they're, they're, okay. they're going to say, well, Dr. Fauci... All right. let, let, let me just ask you real quickly before I let you go. On the TV ratings, every time we have these briefings, somewhere along the course of the briefings, Donald Trump says, these briefings are great. You know, I'm getting the best, uh, him personally, I'm getting the best ratings. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm beating The Bachelor, whatever that is, program. Uh, I'm beating Monday Night, Monday Night Football. Why would those words even come up in the mind of Donald Trump when you're here doing a press briefing about a national pandemic that if it is not under control of the next four or five months, we're going to see somewhere between 200,000 and 600,000 people dead. Why is his ratings even in his mouth? Why is, why is he even saying something like that? Why is he saying that? 
Come on, Nathan. Fake news has done everything they can to destroy him. Now he's getting underneath their skin. Turn around and What's, what's the fake news? Fake news is reporting that Donald Trump is out here bragging about his ratings. That's fake news? Fake news has done everything they can to destroy his presidency, and now he's more popular than he's ever been. And he's going to rub <laughs> okay. your face in it. All right, Rambo, it, it, it's, it's, so you think that's okay, right? You think it makes sense. You're a fan of this, this, this guy who's taking the time that we are, we are bringing people together to talk about what we're doing to deal with this pandemic, for him to be taking that time to brag about how his briefings are getting more audience share than Monday Night Football and the Bachelor program. You think that that's okay, that makes sense to you? Whatever gets under the the skin of, of fake news, I'm for it, yes. Okay. All right, Rambo, that's that's all I can take right now. Uh, why don't we take our, our last break, and then we'll get Jerry and Ron and whoever else. Oh, we got two more callers that jumped up just as I said that. Uh, so we'll see, see you on the side of the break. Here at Think Again. Think again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. With COVID-19, all businesses must make sure they've been properly cleaned and disinfected. Trust ProClean to disinfect your business with an EPA-rated electrostatic disinfectant sprayer, the latest technology, protecting your staff, their families, and your customers. ProClean just cleaned and disinfected the WBEN studios and will do the same for you. Call ProClean today, 313-2020, and get your free estimate while there's still availability. Call 313-2020 or visit TrustProClean.com. During a time of great uncertainty, it's more important than ever that Western New Yorkers stay connected. ESPN 1520 is committed to ensuring that you stay connected with the latest information and updates on how COVID-19 is impacting our community. Whether you're at home, at work, in the car, or online, stay connected with local news, updates, and information. ESPN 1520 is helping Western New York stay connected. For more, go to radio.com slash stay connected. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 watt ESPN 1520. All right. Welcome back to to Think Again. This is L. Nathan here. The the conversation I just had with Rambo Jim, I I have John on from Rochester. And oh, oh, we do? Okay. So, well, I'm going to get to, I think it's Jerry first, but. But when, when, John, when you come up, I just want you to help me with those two issues, how that could even be in somebody's mouth. But let me get Jerry and West Seneca first. Jerry, how are you doing out there? Hi, Nathan. Hey. I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Everybody hey. safe? What? Is everybody safe? Yeah, everybody's safe. Nobody's everybody's sick? Well over here. Okay. We're, um, 
we're vegans over here, so our immune systems are working really well. I'm a vegan too, so that works for me. I know this is what we should be talking about. I mean, it's not—it's not the government's fault, it's not Trump's fault, it's not anybody's fault. It's American people's fault. It's—it's it's the people around the world, the way they eat. I mean. I talked about this several times when, when I call you about, you know, I'm really into animal rights and environment and, that and how people eat. And and the thing of it is, you know, I talked about it last week that this these kind of viruses always start in slaughterhouses and, and factory farms because of the filthy conditions. And they come from, you know, slaughtering animals. And this is how it originated in China in a... In, in a wild wildlife, uh, you know, a, a meat market where this is where it originated from and it spread from there. And this is where all the the major viruses come from. But here's the here's the point I want to make, Nathan, is that when these viruses come out, the American people and some, you know, other richer countries around the world, they're their immune systems don't work right. Our bodies don't work work right because we're not getting the right nourishment. People are so wrapped up in eating meat. There's nothing in meat. It's poison. It's just as bad as smoking cigarettes. If, if the American the American people, because of meat eating, they have heart disease, cancer, diabetes, obesity, autoimmune diseases. I mean, the list is endless. And and it's a proven fact, scientific fact. I study these things all the time that meat eating causes almost, if not all, of these diseases. So when these viruses originate in these in these slaughterhouses and places like the the people they, they spread fast, and the people that they kill are people that are unhealthy. Their immune systems aren't working right. So these are the people that this, these viruses kill. And why are why is their immune systems not working properly? Because of their diet. They don't get the right nourishment. I study nourishment all the time, and you get your nourishment from a plant-based uh, uh, diet, and, and people don't have that. So we are, the American people are extremely unhealthy. We have 70% of people that are overweight and obese. They have all kinds of diseases. And the reason that they have most of these diseases is because of their diet. And remember, and in, the, in, in the uh, uh, 16th century, we allowed ourselves to get addicted to sugar. And sugar has become like one of the main uh, elements that affects negatively affects our, our health. That's right. Yeah, we've been... It, it, right. And it's... And, and, and it's... And it's, and it's, and it's, it's We are natural herbivores. Everything about our body says we're natural herbivores. We're not not carnivores or armivores. We're natural herbivores. And and, and, and the reason that people are so sick is they don't follow the diet that they're supposed to follow. And, and, And if we don't change our ways, forget about the blame game, okay? Look in the mirror and say, what am I doing to cause this problem? All right, so that's going to be – I lost my screen here for a second, so uh, I'll, I'll grab Ron next. Ron, how are you doing out there? Uh, I'm suffering sports withdrawal. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm going to start playing dice baseball games. I invented – when I was a teenager, I invented a lot of dice games. And dice baseball, I, it's a really elaborate. When people really kind of get a kick out. I think I'll, I, I think I'll take – got to have – teams you know play them against each other so i think i'll take 
people, for lack of anything better, I'll take people from this uh, program that are regulars. I'll have, for example, I'll, I, my first game will be the Nathan Harris versus the Rambo Jims. <laughs> 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 anyway, and then it'll be the Tony and Clarences versus the John and Rochester. There you go. <laughs> anyway, but uh, seriously, uh, uh, this so-called liberal media that we always keep hearing about from the right here, um, you notice how they're not mentioning, when they, when they talk about the world, they're not mentioning how many, uh, giving a running count of how many people have the disease and how many have died in the collective nations of Sweden, Denmark, Finland, France, and Germany, which are the most socialized medical systems in Europe. And they keep centering on Spain and Italy, which, which, because of neoliberalism that took over right during the last collapse of the Bush collapse of uh, 07, 08, uh, they cut back their health programs a lot. They still have national systems, but they cut them back a lot. And um, the biggest thing they cut back, and it's why you're seeing a similar situation there that you have here, they cut back this excess hospital beds and their excess, their, their, their stockpiled of equipment tests, that was the way they, they, they didn't have the guts to come out and start denying people care like they're doing here, but they, uh, they cut back that so the situation got a big foothold in both Spain and Italy uh, when that happened, uh, when, when they, about a six months or four, three months, four months ago, whatever. Um, but they're not, the media's hardly mentioned. Look at the statistics uh, for for if you take collectively Germany, France, Norway, Denmark, Sweden, and Finland, see how much lower and project those in the American, uh, you know, based on the American population and see what you get. I hear you. Yep. So, and uh, uh, the thing, uh, as far as uh, this uh, uh, election stuff, it's almost, there's nothing being hardly talked about in mainstream media other than the virus. And this has got to be an advantage for Trump. Right. Uh, He's got FaceTime all day, every day, and yes, and he's out there all the time. It's almost it's it's kind of a reverse of what happened in 2016 when because he was making such outrageous claims and statements, the media he was rating high, and uh, people wouldn't cover hardly any of the other candidates. Wouldn't hardly cover the Democratic candidates at all. He got all that free publicity. This has to play into his hands. I, I. I don't know what the strategy, Democratic strategy, is going to be to try to counter that. Um, by the way, did you hear? I didn't. I didn't follow up on this. I had personal things going on here. Did you ever hear about that thing we mentioned last week about uh, uh, the government uh, bar is going to threaten to pull the licenses of stations that run that one particular Democratic ad that shows how Trump tried to deny uh, that the. Uh, situation with a crisis. Yeah, there's been there's been no no media follow up on that. It was reported, but then we haven't heard anything uh, else about I it. I know it's hard to get information on right. this stuff because all they're doing you can't turn on the TV uh, without getting up somebody is it's Cuomo and it's Trump and it's every giving briefings about it. Poland cars. That's all they're talking about. Yep. All right, yeah, we so, got to run, man. Okay. Very Talk good. to you soon. Okay. Uh, and Matt, my screen my screen went away here, Matt. So if anything, okay, all right. Let me get John in Rochester. John, how are you doing out there? Hey, Nathan. Uh, all right, I'm doing so, good over there in flyover country. <laughs> hey, and, and I stop say, calling I like, it flyover country. You live right I, next door to Buffalo. 
No, we got Orleans and Genesee County separating us. <laughs> <laughs> but but you got to be happy about the Buffalo Bills. And why? Because they're getting good ratings from the people that judge the uh, uh, free agent offseason? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got uh, looks, it, looks it only for, count. It only counts to me when I see it on the field. You know, I, I I just need to see our guy. You know, be a little bit more accurate when he throws the ball more than three yards. You know, just just help me out a little bit. I I think I think he'll be there. But I was a Tyrod Taylor fan, so uh, I like Allen a lot. But I like Tyrod when he, he was here, and yeah. he'll get his chance in Los Angeles this year. We're, we'll see. You know, he's selling wolf tickets, and he's going to take him to the Super Bowl. So we'll we'll see if that's what's going to happen. Yeah. John, John, you heard my conversation with uh, Rambo Jim. I didn't know. I did not. Well, let me I, I, let me explain to you what I was asking him. I asked him two questions that just puzzled me. First question is: Dr. Anthony Fauci is the number two person fighting this pandemic on behalf of the Trump administration. He's a forty, nearly forty-year employee of the federal government. Has worked under six different presidents, apolitical as you can possibly be, and all he's done is say that. Uh, you know, we all need to be practicing social distancing. We need to do as much uh, a lockdown of the country as can be humanly done and still keep the wheels on the bus until we've got control of the spread of this virus. This would happen sooner rather than later if we do uh, as much of this uh, uh, a locking down of our, of our society as we possibly can. Now, Donald Trump, keep saying, you know, we're going to be done in 15 days. Whoops, I made a mistake. We'll be done in, in 30 days. Uh, whoops, I don't even know where we're going to be done. Uh, I'm not going to wear a mask. Uh, you all can do that if you want. He's, he's saying things like that. And people are taking an issue of actually sending death threats to Dr. Fauci because he simply gave a clinical system response. It, it just doesn't make sense. Then on top of that, it, Trump, at each one of these press briefings, he brags somewhere along the press briefing that uh, I'm getting great ratings. These are the best ratings anybody's getting. Uh, I'm getting better ratings in The Bachelor, better ratings in Monday Night Football. I don't even know if that's true. If he said it, I know for certain it's not true. But whether it's true or not, why would those words even come up in your mouth when you're doing a press briefing on where we are on a pandemic that threatens the possibility of killing 600 to more thousand people. As I said earlier in the program, typically 20% of the American population catches the flu every year. If we had the same infection rate from this coronavirus, which if we were just walking around like we normally do before this corona thing you know, uh, uh, happened, we would probably get an infection rate of 20%. 20% would be uh, 60 million people in the United States. If we had a 1% fatality or mortality rate on those 60 million people, that would be 600,000 dead people. Why would you get, why would, I don't understand what bragging about my, my ratings, you know, why is that even in your mouth? when you're talking about this risk that's being faced by the American public? Well, I, I, number one, I think he's running, running uh, he, he's having a problem filling his time, but uh, he's in, I think in part, Nathan, he's, a, he's kind of an entertainer. 
And ninety uh, percent of the media is against him, and I think that's the war he's fighting right now. Right. But if that. if we're all going to agree that he's an entertainer, by definition, we're agreeing that he's probably not the best person to be the president of the United States. No, that's I think that's, I, that's not his job. No, I, I think it is his job. Uh, one of the one of the his job is Ronald, to be an entertainer. That's part of that, yeah. That's part of it because that's the, that's the <laughs> charisma he brings to the job, and that's important to be a communicator. Uh, like Reagan was a communicator to a certain extent, an entertainer, and did did a great job. President Obama was a a very good orator and a communicator. He was not and, an entertainer. He was not an entertainer. Well, I think he was in a, in a way, but Trump definitely trumps everybody as far as being an entertainer goes. I think it's important because it helps us. I think we are we have we have allowed this man to trivialize the presidency. That's really what has gone on. Oh, he, I, he, I think he's, he's I, made me, non non presidential conduct. He's made normal. I, I got to tell you. I think he's he's the next Winston Churchill, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I'll tell you, this guy in a time of crisis, mm. I find his press conference entertaining right. and informative. I, I, I think the, I think I think the listeners of our program are finding some of the comments that you're making entertainment <laughs> beyond belief. All right, I gotta run. I gotta. Uh, do I have another call hanging on? Do I, let me get thanks, John. John, I'll talk to you next week. Let me get Donnie in Middleport and get his thoughts. Donnie, how you doing out there? I'm good out here. I'm All good. right. So, uh, do you think that your president should be uh, an entertainer? He should be. Should no, be, no, no. You know, he should be. He should be a lawyer of some kind. Of, and and, and what does bragging about your uh, ratings for the briefing? What does that have to do with being an entertainer? Nothing. Nothing. This is like you got a scorecard. You know, yeah, I told these people these lies, and, and they really got it, and they're all listening to me. And then I faked this over and pretended I was doing something I wasn't doing. And then over here, I said that I was good at doing something that I wasn't really good at, and they believed me, and I'm really getting it done. You know, how does that even make sense? It don't make sense. we got a crisis here. I got, we got a crisis. I have a question here. Sure. Uh, right this week, um, he's supposed to be the commander-in-chief. Right. And we got a, a aircraft carrier with three thousand sailors out there, and they're in bad shape. Yep. And he and the commander was fired because he brought it to their yep. nose. They yep. can't get through. He was. They they, they were they were increasing. You know, uh, uh, the count of people with uh, the coronavirus, and that would be bad for his ratings. So that was that's why that was. Where is it written? Where is it written that our people, our service people, are expendable? Um, if they don't get back to port, it's, they can die it's, out it's there. It's written in the book of Donald Trump. You have to read that book. It's called the Book of Donald Trump. It's it's somewhere near near your Bible, uh, in a in a Christian evangelist near you. Okay, <laughs> so we got Mark real quick. Let me get Mark. Okay, Mark, how you doing out there? It's called the Book of Lies. <laughs> I knew you had a name for it. <laughs> yeah, the Book of Lies. You heard Book of Job? It's the Book of Lies. Or the Book of Eli. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the movie? The Book of Lies. Let's refer to chapter and verse. Yep. Hey, you know how does how does uh why doesn't he brag about the uh, two months he did nothing while this thing festered in 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 the country? Why does he keep trying to act like that didn't take place? How does he get it both ways? Nathan? He claimed that he had no- known about this pandemic all the time. How does he in one sentence? How does he get it both ways? And every nobody nobody questions him about it. Right. 
That's what burns my butt. Yep. Every every time I see one of these things, he gets he puts it off both ways, and no one questions him about it. Yep. You know why? Because they know it's a, it's a lost cause. Well, I think it's that, and I think the reality is that the media is owned by these very conservative, very wealthy people, right? I mean, it's like eight or ten conglomerates control almost all of the media in the United States. And they're all Republicans. And if they're not Republicans, they're definitely economic conservatives. And they're taking the money. There you go. And and, and now it's rationing. Next, it's, it's death panels. Yep. Thanks, Trump. Even he, though he's the, the new author of the death panels. Yeah, he, right. but no one mentions that. Right. Have you heard the word death panels come up yet? Not once. Not once. Not and, once. And, you know, you know, uh, we better watch it here because the Flim Flam Man and his cronies, they're doing, they, they are taking the axe to the environment. Right. And, and uh, just, just automotive mileage rollbacks, yep. XL pipeline, EPA on, rollbacks, you know, across schedule, the, right. Environmental rollbacks. He, they're taking an axe to the and, you know, he's he's speeded up all this stuff because he's scared he's going to lose the next election. And right. he's doing it early so that they can't roll it back. Yep. Yep. All right. Thanks, Mark. Let me get other John real quick before we, we, we close. Other John, how you doing out there? Pretty well, Nathan. All hey, right. on that aircraft carrier, Theodore Roosevelt. Right. I believe the uh, captain's name was Crozier, and when he was uh, yes, parking at, right. at, 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 at the pier, uh, the crew was there, thousands yep. of, of sailors cheering for yep. him. Yep. And I, I think what's happening is we have an acting secretary of the Navy who is now starting to backpedal exactly. on, that, on that particular right. issue. Right. But you, you've had a couple of callers that illustrate that uh, – the only thing more dangerous than stupidity is stupidity and ignorance. <laughs> and what, 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 you, what you should ask these bozos is how is the hoax affecting you? Exactly. See, and why nation? does that? Why isn't that being said by the media all the time? Why isn't the media saying, "Didn't you say in February that this was a hoax? We are now in April. Does it look like a hoax to you now?" Because they they don't have the uh, authority to to make that type of statement for exactly the reason that you outlined earlier. Who owns the media companies? There you go. There you go. But anyway, that's my two cents for this week. Thanks, John. I appreciate you, man. And everybody, do what you got to do. Did I miss Kevin? I'm sorry, Kevin. Kevin, my bad. Uh, I'll definitely catch up with you next week. Everything that you can do to stay safe, please do that. Wash up. Wash your hands, clean surfaces around you, keep some distance between you and other people, even in your house, because people in your house have gone outside and come back inside. They could be bringing something into your house. Do everything you can to obey these these strictures, and we're going to get through this thing. We'll see you all next week here at Think Again. Think again. You've been listening to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Be sure to tune in again next week at this same time for more Think Again.